Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Oh, the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Simsisms. Secondhand nature. So Baker is just seeing the field, making the right decisions, and pulling the trigger where it looks like he's not even thinking right now. It's just coming like secondhand nature. Can I ask you a very important question? Of course. What is secondhand nature? It's a new Simsism is what it is. Yes. <laughs> Simsisms. So that was from the... What was the... I trying to say there? Hold on. <laughs> Second nature. Two for right. one. Second, second nature. nature. There second we go. nature. Second nature. Yes, right. Yeah. So second hand. Second hand news. Second nature. Second right. nature. I don't know. That, that one nature. is truly just dumb. That makes no sense. So I don't know about that one. <laughs> now we're back. I was confused there for a second. I got, I got, I got, I got faked out by that. That was the two for one from last week where yep. we got secondhand nature and swept under the ra radar. Swept under the radar. I don't want to have... I don't want to accidentally say the right phrase. I almost said swept under the rug. Swept under the radar. I like that one a lot. You gave it. Sex, sex swept been, under the radar works. I like that. I can deal with it. There's actually some logic to that one. I got a lot of great feedback last week right. via email, especially from our friends in the UK, where we took, and this is credit to Pete. I think Pete put this together, the the Simsisms driven discussion about the coaching vacancies. Uh, and we used like seven yes. or eight Simsisms, right. and they, the, the, our friends in the UK thought that was pretty good. Awesome. Yes, right. Um, it's an awesome day here. Uh, just a note to our friends in the UK, and, and, and I've, I've been resisting making a comment on, but it's a historic day. It's a historic day, and it shouldn't be something, Chris, that we feel like we have to stifle ourselves over. We sh we shouldn't have to tread lightly over it. There's a new president today. That's something that should be embraced by all Americans. And the thing this president is going to try to do is unite, not divide. And the idea that there are people who don't want to be united in the United States of America is more troubling to me than anything else that's gone over on over the last four years. Yeah, well, we have some healing. That's that's for sure. It's been a lot of, you know, divisive talk over the last few years. And I, I, I think really a lot of people didn't, I don't think, realized how divisive it was and how bad it was here until the last two months. And then things, or last month, I should say, a lot of things have been put on their radar over there. It's like, whoa, well, I didn't know that was going on. This was going on, whatever. But either way, it is a great day here in America. There's no doubt. I'm excited just to see the look of it. I mean, it's our first inauguration without people. The flag planting everywhere and all of that. I mean, the little tidbits I've seen on the news and stuff like that. It looks like it's a cool setup. Uh, it's going to be unlike anyone we've seen to this point, and I'm interested to see how it does look on TV. Two hundred thousand flags. Wow. Uh, are have been have been put in the mall in D.C. Uh, because obviously there won't be people there, and uh, there's two reasons why people won't be there. One, the pandemic, and two, the stuff that happened two weeks ago. That as time passes frankly, becomes more and more horrifying oh, for those disturbing. of us who who love the country and truly want to be United States of America and not witness a second civil war 
in our lifetimes or ever. So um, that's all I'm going to say about that. I, I yeah, it, but it just it's um, that's all I'm going to say about. It. I could say more. That's all I'm going to say about that. I I just hope that decency, honor, and truth return to that office because I don't think the person who occupies it for another few hours had any idea the impact that the words, the tweets, the anger, the hate would have on so many people. Not from the standpoint of making them behave the same way, but the stress that it created on those of us who want that office to reflect decency, honor, and truth. It was, for me, a burden every morning. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? And it has been liberating the past two weeks to not have to carry that around. Uh, I agree. Yeah, it is nice to not have to see a, a train wreck on a daily basis and all those things. And, and, and you, know, you know, all the things you just said, hey, yeah, the divisiveness, all that, blah, 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 blah. You know, the thing that always bothered me is it just seemed like he didn't really care. That's really what bothers me more than anything. You know, I I don't vote for party. I vote for people. That's what I've always done. I don't give a damn. I'm going to vote for the person I think's right. And, I, you know, of course, I didn't like that last person. And, And this isn't about policies. This isn't about politics. This is about the character of the person who is in that office behind the resolute desk that's what it's about and there is a fundamental level of character and i'm fine with disruptors i'm fine with somebody who shakes it up sure but there's a way that you shake it up that is right and there's a way that you shake it up that is wrong and i think the past four years give us the permanent template of the wrong way to do it. And one last point to the folks out there. And I know, oh, so, so you're insulting 75 million people. Well, I'd like to think that a large percentage of the 75 million didn't, didn't vote the way they did as an endorsement of the character. I think you had a lot of people in both elections who had to hold their nose with one hand while they punched their ballot with the other. And I think a lot of people out there will agree with the fundamental point that we need in that office decency, honor, and truth. And that is returning today. And I am happy about that. And if you're mad at me because I'm happy about that, that's a you problem. That's not a me problem. All right, let's move on to the problem that the Houston Texans have with Deshaun Watson. It's easy to talk about Watson wanting out. It's not so easy talking about where he goes next, Chris. We had the tweet earlier where he surely is sending a message to the Texans and his supporters out there. And there are many supporters. I feel bad for the Texans at this point. The, 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 the average Deshaun Watson fan wants him the hell out of there. So, Chris, let's figure out where he may go. And I said yesterday, it's easier to figure out the teams that shouldn't want him than to figure out the teams that should want him because there's a handful of teams that shouldn't. The Bills, the Chiefs, the Packers for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, you know, a year or two from now, they may feel differently. The, the Seahawks, Bra- the, probably. The, the yeah, Bengals, Seahawks. the yeah. Seahawks. Right. And the Chargers. Right. Maybe... Maybe even the, I'll even say we said you said the Ravens, right? You know, maybe the Ravens, the Tennessee Titans. I might I'm going to throw them in there with the current. I know we know Deshaun Watson's better, but I still think they got a really good thing, and they're not going to look to upgrade or ruin that little scenario there. And did you say the Cleveland Browns? That's another one. Where, I started to. I'm not sure. I know. I, I'm not sure. I feel like they've made it now. Baker's the guy. He proved that to me, at least, to where they shouldn't be looking to sell the farm just to make that trade and, and ruin something they're building there. But what if you could send? Uh, look, th- yeah. this, we're just going to spitball here. Yeah. Let's just have some fun. Right. Right. We, we're not trying to. We're not trying to rain on the parade in Cleveland. But. If you're a Browns fan, you got to ask yourself this question. If you're a Texans fan, you got to ask yourself this question. Would you want Baker Mayfield? Do you bring Baker Mayfield back to Texas? There's an appeal to bringing Baker Mayfield back to Texas. There's an appeal to Baker Mayfield playing sure. on the Houston Texans. Um, and and if and if he if that's where he would want to be, if he would embrace it, right? And Deshaun Watson playing for the Cleveland Browns, I I just you know that that, that they could have had him. That was the pick. They traded the pick to the Texans. Right. The Deshaun Watson pick. They consciously chose more draft picks over Deshaun Watson. Uh, it's just, it's something to think about. I think they are in a very narrow middle ground, right? Where there's going to be a lot of teams that clearly should be. 
there's going to be a handful of teams that clearly shouldn't be, and I think the Browns would kind of be in that middle where it could go either way. Yeah, I, I hear that. I think that's the pack they're in. I would hope they're thinking, hey, Baker's our guy. We've done a lot of good things here. Let's not have to trade away three first-round picks as we're just on the cusp of really completing our team and doing that. That's why I would not like to see them do that, at least at this point. You know, they're close. We like what they're building there. Um, but I think the point of what we're saying here and everything like that is – this is if it gets to this point and and we're it seems like it's going this way. It's going to be the most unbelievable market and 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 trade conversation ever around one player. We've never had a quarterback in their prime right now about to reach their prime maybe be available via trade. That that's where it's amazing. And yeah, we mentioned the teams, okay, that we know don't want them. The teams that have truly great quarterbacks and they're going, okay, we're sold. Or rookie great quarterbacks that are Burrow, Herbert, like you're talking about. Now, the other aspect of the conversation, and I think we're in agreement here, we haven't really discussed this, is I don't think the crap teams of football are going to be in this conversation either. One, I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to go like, oh yeah, I'll go to the Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. That's the first reason. The second thing is, why would those teams want to trade for Deshaun Watson? So they can be what? The Houston Texans in 4-12 and with Deshaun Watson? They have so many holes to fill. To trade for him, I just go, well then you're the same crappy team except you got a cooler quarterback. And you're not going to be that much better. You might win one or two more games. You won't be 2-14 and or you'll be 4-12. and Whoop-de-freaking-do. Now, the real story is all the other teams we don't mention, and that's where I But just, hang on a second. Right. Hang on a second. Kyler Murray's another Jaguars. team. They don't need them there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you, you mentioned the Jaguars. I, I have been fascinated by the possibility of the Jaguars offering the Trevor Lawrence pick for Deshaun Watson and what more would have to flow in either direction because that's what it is. That it's could not, happen. Right. We're trading, right. We're trading right. the first overall pick for Deshaun Watson. You're trading Trevor Lawrence for Deshaun Watson because right. that's who Houston would take, obviously. I don't know that Watson. I hadn't thought of it from the perspective of would Watson want to play for the Jaguars, but he's got a lot more control over that than yes. Trevor Lawrence has over right. it because of the no trade clause. He right. can say, "I don't want to play for the Jaguars." Not that the Texans would want to keep him in the division. Jaguars, Titans, Colts, and obviously the Colts are a team that the should Colts be are a team that would be in the it. front of the line. Right? Do you really want to do it? Do you really want to trade a quarterback in the division? Philadelphia did it with Donovan McNabb. That was a Trojan horse. The Patriots did it with Drew Bledsoe. That was not quite a Trojan horse, but they they were ready to move on from Bledsoe, and they got right. a first-round pick, so who cares if he stays in the division? But, uh, yeah, in the division is going to be a tough sell. I would not trade him to the Colts, but, you know, if the Colts are one of a handful of team that Deshaun Watson is willing to play for, that's that's those are the participants at the auction at yeah, that point. Right. Colts, Dolphins, and then who else? Who else do we think? Because we know the Dolphins. We keep hearing the Dolphins. Colts, Dolphins, and who else would you put on that list of the teams that Deshaun Watson would say, yes, I'll play this? Well, yeah, to me, it's it, that's going to be the thing. That's what I think is so cool about this whole thing. I think it's going to be the teams that are kind of good and feel like they're in a good place as a total roster that are going to look to trade for them and go, wait, we're kind of good. We got pretty good depth. I like where our roster's at. The next two or three first-round picks aren't going to make or break our football team. We're missing the quarterback right now. So, yeah, you mentioned two of them. I mean, um, we were talking about teams. I mean, the Saints. What? I mean, the Saints. Drew Brees retired. I, he's going to go. He'll, he'll be like, oh, sure. I'll go play for Sean Payton. You know, I would think that that's a team that would jump out to him. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers. We don't know what happens with Big Ben. I'm just throwing out all possible teams right now that I think would make sense. You know, the Las Vegas Raiders, John Gruden, Derek Carr. I mean, what that, that, that them, New England Patriots, you know, Wait, wait, wait. You can't trade Derek Carr to the Texans. You can't. You can't do it. You can't. The, the team that destroyed his brother David with okay. no blocking whatsoever. Maybe, that maybe was one not. of the reasons they didn't draft him I know. in 2014. Right. Because, because, because their mother is the same person. Forget about assessing the quarterback. He's David Carr's brother, so we can't draft him. That that was one of the reasons why they didn't when he was a top prospect. Yeah, no, I know. You're right. So that might be a tough one that's out of the loop there. But I think the, the point is of what we're making when you're talking about this and the teams that should at least think about it, it's a long list. I mean, Minnesota, San Francisco, the Carolina Panthers, Detroit, you know, Atlanta, depending on what they do with Matt Ryan. I just think there's a lot of teams there that are very 
you know, good setup as far as successful type rosters or have the potential there. And that's where I think this could be really unbelievable as far as the, the trade market and the conversation around Deshaun Watson. I think you could take the Falcons off the list simply because like of the, 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 their cap situation yeah. and they'd be taking a hit if they move Matt Ryan. And then on top of it, you have to bring in the Deshaun Watson uh, contract. contract. But but you know what? $10.54 million is his salary this year. Mm. Next year, it's $35 million, which would speak to an extension at that point. But for this year, with the cap dropping to 180 that's the number that I keep hearing. $10.5 million, not a bad number for Deshaun Watson. And obviously, the Texans would take a cap hit. And it's in, it's in the low $20 millions to move him if that's what they end up doing. Uh, we've seen the, the Steelers take a cap hit in that magnitude to move Antonio Brown. And they just got, what, a, a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick back for him or something like yeah, that? So right. I, and, and, and again, obviously, we have to get to the point where the Texans are willing to do it. But I think we could remove the Falcons just because of the cap realities. But it's really not a bad contract to take on. And some of the teams you mentioned really are intriguing to me. And this, I want to start with the Saints. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. Sean Payton could have drafted him. Yeah. Sean Payton was going to take Patrick Mahomes if Mahomes had made it past the 10 spot. They took Marshawn Lattimore with the 11th selection. Deshaun Watson was left on the board. I, I'm not sure that Sean Payton's going to break the draft pick bank to get Deshaun Watson. And that's the other side of this. You need to send him to a team that has an established nucleus of great players because you're going to be giving up stuff That's to right. get him. Right. And the more that you give up, the harder it's going to be for Deshaun Watson to have a competitive team. There's a sweet spot there that could be Definitely. non-existent. Right. Where the Texans get fair value, but the new team hasn't mortgaged its future to the point where it's not going to matter to have Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I, th that is the sweet the sweet spot. And I think that's why I, I tend to think it's it's going to be the teams that are, you know, more in the mix of the playoff conversation or in the playoffs rather than the teams that are in the gutter and down there in the draft for the Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields sweepstakes, you know, because of all those reasons you just talked about, you know, one yeah, we're, we don't want a team to get ruined by the trade. Deshaun Watson's not going to sign off on, oh, great, you're trading me to a team that's not good and now they're giving all their trade their, their draft picks away so we can continue to not be good. I'm already in that situation. I would like to not be in that. Uh, that's where, yes, that's where I look at teams like the Saints, you know, the Patriots and the Miami Dolphins, even though they're young. And, yes, there is some, like, there's a lot of things that are set up that are it. They did a great job last year. Offensive line's in a good spot. Defensive line's in a damn good spot. Maybe could use another pass rusher. Line, I mean, linebacker, secondary. Yeah, they need a receiver and all that. But I do think they're still one of those teams in that conversation. Of course, have you know a lot of uh, draft picks to to play around with, and and maybe even trade Tua, you know, to to a to a Houston Texans if they wanted wanted him or wanted to make this trade happen. What do you think about the Broncos as a possible candidate? Sean Watson. I, I mean, they're one of the teams we uh, I threw out there because Drew Locke's certainly on the fence. It seems like he's going to be the starting quarterback there, but I don't think they can be sold yet. Like, oh, he is the guy. Uh, we talked about it last week, right? Denver's one of those places where, yeah, you got Drew Locke, and I would have a really good, you know, solid backup behind him in case we see one of those Drew Locke spurts that we saw this year where he's just too loose with the ball and throwing interceptions. Vic Bangio does want to go down the toilet bowl with that. So, uh, I mean, Watson there. Uh, would he want it? Would he want it, though? I think with, he would. Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert I, in that same division. Well, I think when he looks at those damn receivers on that team and then maybe looks at the way the offensive line played this year, he might be go, okay, I could deal with this. I want out of Houston. Denver's not perfect, but there's some things set up as far as the defensive side of the ball and the offensive side of the ball to where there's potential for them to, to be a player. I think he would sign off on that. What do you think? I, I think it would be a tough sell because you're walking into a division that has the potential to be very, very challenging for years to come. And, yeah, it would be great to see Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes against each other twice per year, but you're going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting to get the Broncos to the point where they can compete, and you're giving up, what, two, three first-round picks on the yeah. way in to get Deshaun Watson. It's going to hamper their ability to be competitive. There was a... Uh, and, and I get odds from these offshore gambling companies all the time. 
and I'll look at them and just delete the email because I'm, I'm surprised they're still in business because now that gambling is legalized in more and more American states, they're clamping down on the illegal offshore gambling. But one of the one of the lists of odds that we received back in August, September timeframe was the odds of uh, who the Patriots quarterback would be week one of the 2021 season. And the favorite was Deshaun Watson. It took a long way to get to my point. What do you think about Deshaun Watson as the possibility of the next quarterback in New England, the next franchise quarterback for that team? I, I think that he would be Bill and Josh McDaniels type of guy if Josh is there and not the Eagles head coach. I do. I think he's going to have some of the, you know, the same characteristics that they liked in Cam Newton and Tom Brady and everything like that. You know, plus I think he plays a style of football that fits their team. He's a pocket passer who only runs when he has to. And added to that, played in Billy O'Brien's offense and is going to have some knowledge of the terminology and going forward from there too. So I, I would think that as long as Bill feels like he can pull it off and not get ripped off with the trades and things like that, I would think the player of Deshaun Watson, they would love him, and especially the way Deshaun Watson's and played against And he'd be negotiating them. with Nick Casario. Oh, all right. His former lieutenant to get the deal done. Whoa. Wouldn't that be something Whoa. if they tried to pull that off. And, and see, the thing is, Casario knows exactly what Bill Belichick thinks of Deshaun Watson, right. how he would value him, what he would think he's worth. And if there is any possibility, if there is interest there and the Texans decide to make that move and Watson would play for the Patriots, that that would be an easy negotiation, assuming that there is a level of interest by Bill Belichick and assuming that Belichick cracked the vault open just a little bit for Casario to know what he thinks of Deshaun Watson. There's a damn good chance nobody other than Bill Belichick knows what he thinks of Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yes, you're right. There is probably a good chance. I would imagine, though, the fact that they've had to play them over the last few years, that those feelings have come out while they're sitting in staff meetings and Bill's breaking down the Houston Texans offense to where, you know, he brings up the problems, the quarterback, you know, the challenges he brings to their defense and everything like that. And then you start to realize, well, Bill thinks a lot of this guy because we got some planning and all of that. So I would think most of those guys there know how he feels about a Deshaun Watson. But, you know, I, I really that that is certainly one that I've thought about. I sit here and think about the Bears. Would they make that type of play? You know, I, I mean, that's another team that's hey, they had a chance back in that draft as well to take him. Didn't do that. You know that would be something else. You know, you know, I just, I just think there's going to be a lot of teams very intrigued because the guy is well liked, let alone the player is well liked, and you know he's got a lot of years left in his career. And I think, just think that's going to be all positives as far as uh, people. Let wanting me throw it. a flag, yeah. out here that that uh, I. I it, it bears repeating. We brought it up with Jalen Ramsey. I know I brought it up with Jalen Ramsey. And and the extent to which Deshaun Watson has become so disenchanted with the Texans that he wants out. Do you yeah. have a fear, if you're his next team, that that's going to get turned on you at some point? I, I don't think so. I think people will be able to look at this for what it is and realize, if I was a quarterback of that team, I'd be pretty pissed off and have an issue here too. And and we've had this discussion, right, Mike? I mean, all these coaches, they always start from ground zero when they get a new player. They evaluate it for what it is, and they always think, hey, I can make it work, and I'll make this guy work in our building and our culture and all that. I don't think he's got enough, you know, bad things or any bad things in his history to make an organization worried about that aspect. I I, I don't. All right, let's try then to narrow the list. We've begun the process. I'm going to look at the grid that Pete has been maintaining while we've had the conversation. Let's get a final list of the teams that we think should be at the table, could be at the table, and or would be at the table if this trade happens and if there is an auction for the balance of the Deshaun Watson contract. Dolphins, no-brainer. They're at the top. Right. Do we put the Patriots at the table? It sounds like a yes. I think so, yes. Okay, the Jets, no. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to sign off on that, and I would tell the Jets why. Well, I mean, why? So you can be 4-12 and 12 with Deshaun Watson? I mean, I, I, that, that doesn't make sense to me. I would say no. Pittsburgh Steelers, yes, uh, with the caveat that 
Ben Roethlisberger would have to not return. And right. obviously, you're not going to trade for Deshaun Watson if he's coming back. He's got a $41 million cap number if he plays for you. Roethlisberger, that is, in 2021. Colts, yes, even though we don't think the Texans would send him there. They're good fodder to drive up the price elsewhere. Jaguars, are we yes or no on the Jaguars? I, I I'm th- leaning no. Yeah, I mean, I want to lean no too because I just, I have a, I guess I think, I don't know if he'd buy into that. I know they have the number one pick in Trevor Lawrence, which will be, you know, appetizing to the Texans, but yeah, I think I'm with you there. I want to say no because I just don't know if Deshaun Watson would sign off on that right now. It's great watching Pete's cursor fly around on this He's page. He's doing good, though. Share. Thanks, Pete. We're, we're, we haven't thrown in many curveballs yet, though. Ve- the Las Vegas Raiders, yes or no? Well, I think they're a team that, uh, listen, uh, Derek Carr's good. You can really win. He's right on the edge of a top-10 quarterback in football, for, for me at least. But Deshaun Watson's a top-five quarterback in football. I, I, I would think about it and call and see what it takes. I don't think that's that crazy. Chris, I want to go ahead and plant a flag on a concept here that may become very real if this trade is going to happen. It may take a three-team trade to get this done. right. Because you're going to have a team that's got a quarterback that doesn't need that quarterback, but the Texans say, no, I don't want that quarterback. So instead of three first-round picks, maybe it's two first-round picks and uh, the third one gets sent to – or wait, two first-round picks, your quarterback gets sent to another, to another team, team, and that and team, that team sends, sends its the other first-round first pick. pick to yeah. the to Texans. Right. Yeah. That's a, that, I could yeah. see that happening. I don't think that's a crazy thought there. The magnitude of this deal – I mean, again, we're expecting the richest trade haul ever, right? I think. I mean, at least in modern history for what's well, Deshaun well. Watson – now, Mike Lynn's not the general manager of any of the teams that would be trading for Deshaun Watson, so it's not going to surpass the Herschel Walker debacle right. from 1989. No, I'm talking um, about modern no. history, though. Like, yeah. you know, we're going to see bigger trade than Jalen Ramsey, Khalil Mack, and any of those guys who got you know, two first rounds, right? So, uh, but okay. All right, so let's keep cracking away here. We hit All Vegas. Right. We hit Denver. We're going to say yes, too. Right. So we're putting Denver in the yes. The yeses are growing here. All right. That's just the AFC. Right. All right. Let's look at the NFC then. We've got the East. Washington. Would he want to play in Washington given where the team currently is? Great off, great defensive line, right? The weapons may not be where they need to be. You have to give up draft picks to get him. So that impairs your ability to make the team better. Would he want Washington? I got to say that's a close one. There's some positives there. Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, that offensive line. I, I'm going to say yes for right now. I think it at least makes him think. I don't think it's one when they call, he just goes, no way am I going there. At least he's going to think about it. Giants with Daniel Jones and Joe Judge and, uh, uh, you know, a team that was sub 500 but was still in the playoff mix until the last week of the season. I, the Giants are a, a tough one just because, hey, there is the Gettleman aspect of this whole thing, you know, I mean, I, I think the Giants would be – we'd certainly dabble in this. I just don't imagine the Giants being in this kind of conversation for a trade, just knowing and living the Giants' life my whole life. I don't imagine that, but I don't think it's a thing he would say no to. I don't. And I think they're a team that's, you know, close, close to turning it around. I don't think they're that far off. Too many hog mollies would be sacrificed via Probably. those draft picks. I'm right. thinking Dave Gettleman's going to want the lottery tickets and try to improve the team elsewhere than go all in for a quarterback. I think he's, he's going to be so too gonna conservative. Say no. So we'll put them there a no. All right. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they got a weird spot. $37 no. million if they tag Dak Prescott. You get, they're, they're, they're all in with Dak. They're, no, they're not going back there. The no. Eagles, they got enough of a mess oh, now with he Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts. He doesn't want that. It's, it's the, the NFC equivalent of the Texans right, right now. Different reasons, but you don't want to step into that. Right. All right, Bears, are the Bears a yes? I think so. I, 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 I mean, agree. I, right? I mean, again, they're another team that we, we've talked about. They're closer to the top than the bottom. Defense is good. You know, if they could re-sign an Allen Robinson, you got the Mooney kid and Anthony Miller and some tight ends. I, I think that's a yes. All right, how about the Minnesota Vikings? A three-way trade sending Kirk Cousins to your buddy Kyle Shanahan and uh, that's the funny. Vikings picking up Deshaun Watson. Well, that's funny. And, well, I mean, I, that, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo could go to Houston with Nick Casario. I mean, who knows what the hell could happen. That's, I mean, that's stuff that I was just going to bring up. I mean, but, yeah, okay, yes, let's say yes. Minnesota, I don't think he would say no to that, definitely. At least he thinks about it. Um, Detroit. the Detroit Lions. Uh, that might be one he might say no to right now. Yeah. 
I agree with you. Uh, Saints, I, I'm, I'm putting the Saints in a no because the Saints aren't going to want to give up the draft pick capital to get him. It's going to be too expensive, and they have other needs that they need to address, although Watson may want to play there. How about the Buccaneers? I mean, Tom Brady's coming back next year, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I don't think they can flirt with that yet. Yet, I'm surprised you say no to the Saints so quickly. Just, but like, how do we... I, th- I think Sean Payton is confident he can find the quarterback that yeah. he needs without having to give up that much to get him. That, that's the point, Mike. You're exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. All right, Carolina. I say yes on Carolina, right? I he may too. not. I don't know. why You got Christian McCaffrey. You got some Weapons. underrated receivers. Yeah. Yes. Right. I would think he'd look at that and go, wait, I could come in there and be the next Superman, and we can. We might be able to do something there. I, I, I think that would be a yes. We said no to the Falcons because of the cap realities, right. disengaging from Matt Ryan and then bringing in Deshaun Watson. The Seattle Seahawks, we said no. Cardinals, we said no because of their quarterbacks. That brings us down to the Rams and the 49ers. Rams Rams can't do it because of golf. They don't have any first-round – do they have any first-round picks left? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, they, they, they can't mortgage their future. Right. It's already been mortgaged, right. and they've screwed up their cap situation with all these big contracts they've given out that have blown up in their faces – Rams don't even entertain the thought it can't happen. What about your 49ers and Kyle Shanahan, a straight-up Garoppolo for Watson trade, plus more, obviously, coming from the 49ers to the Texans. 49ers are one of those teams that I would throw right on there and then go, yes, sir, no doubt about it. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, just, again, they're they're one of the teams, like I, we talked about at the top of the segment, where I just go, they're set up to win. Yeah, they were injured this year, but the team is still damn good. They're kind of ready right now. You know, they're, they're in their, their window for Super Bowl appearances and wins and all of those type of things to where, yeah, uh, if I'm them uh, or if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm, I'm definitely thinking yes or thinking about that for sure. Does Kyle Shanahan want a guy who uh, That's a good is not going to be as as wedded to running the offense the way that he wants it to be run? I mean, you know, he had a chance to draft Watson yeah. or Mahomes in 2017, but these don't these guys don't fit the you know I'm going to design the offense. It's going to work. We're not going to improvise. We're going to do it this way. Watson doesn't really fit that. I I I think Watson can fit that though. You know, again, we talked about like he is a drop back quarterback. He wants to play within the pocket and and dice you up with his arm. He's not looking to just like get the ball. Let me look at the rush and run around and just try to make backyard plays. I think, you know, again, you're this is a I don't know the answer to this. I don't know because you're right. Kyle has a history of wanting those kind of just like robot quarterbacks. I told you to do this and do that. But I would also think. Kyle is being as smart as he is and knowing that, like, first off, Deshaun Watson wants to do what's right. He wants to listen to his coach and do everything you tell him to do. And, you know, I would think between the Super Bowl last year and some of the quarterbacks he saw this year that he might go, you know what, my offense is good and I can coach the hell out of things, but, damn, I'd like to have one of these guys that can just bail me out of jail every now and then when when things aren't good. I would like to think that. And so I think it could work, uh, uh, Mike. I really think Kyle so, Kyle could make that work. Texans and all general managers out there, we have done the work for you. We expect no compensation <laughs> in exchange for it. We've narrowed the universe to the Dolphins, Patriots, Steelers, Colts. I thought we crossed off the Jaguars. Jaguars are off. We did. The Raiders, the Broncos, Washington, the Bears, the Vikings, the Panthers, the 49ers. I think so. That's the I list. think those are realistic that's, to where that's, those right. are the possible destinations. Right. I, I think so. And I think they're realistically places that, yeah, Deshaun Watson's not just going to say no right away. If he really does one out of Houston, he'll think about it. And so I, I like that list. This was a good, good exercise. I've been wondering about this and I think this is going to be something to watch here. It's been such a good exercise that it has persuaded Pete Demolitis to suggest a different draft than the one we had planned. We are going to draft today the places we want to see Deshaun Watson go. So uh, since there's more than six, we should be able to do a three-round draft. Until then, we'll take a break, and when we return, the GM carousel has stopped with the Jaguars and Washington hiring their guys. We'll talk about that when PFT Live continues right after this. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, the last couple general manager spots were filled on Tuesday. I don't think it's official yet, but it's been reported. Trent Baalke, the former 49ers general manager, will be the new general manager of the Jaguars. He was the interim GM. I had heard over the weekend that Baalke was the guy who was going to land with Urban Meyer in Jacksonville and stay. Actually, Baalke's been there. He took over the job on an interim basis. I think it's great that the guy who became the arch enemy of Jim Harbaugh in San Francisco and Harbaugh now the Michigan coach is going to be the GM for the former Ohio State coach I love that wrinkle to this Chris I well I do too because you know I'm not a big Jim Harbaugh fan so I love that (laughs) really Uh, yeah I hadn't heard that O-H-I-O okay there we go but (laughs) either way um I, I understand I think the marriage there certainly I mean you know two guys similar age group uh, Balky's been around the NFL, has great experience as far as, hey, I know this is your first time around the NFL. I'm not some huge overpowering figure, but I've been there, done that, and we can work together and build something here. And I don't know, I would think, I would think Urban Meyer has control of the roster, right? This would be one of those type of yes. things, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's in charge. Yeah. Let okay. me tell you, I, I've probably told you this before, but just humor me. I'm old. You know, you got to humor the, the the aging and let them tell their same story 50 times. Someone told me that one of the league events, whether it was a meeting or the combine or whatever, riding an elevator, stops on one floor, opens the doors, Trent Baalke gets on, doors close, go to the next floor, doors open, Jim Harbaugh gets on. They're working together. Arm in arm at the time with the 49ers. I, I feel like I've heard they the story. They don't even speak to each other. Right, right. Amazing. Amazing. How bad that relationship was. Yes. That it lasted as long as it did, given how, how bad it was. All right, uh, so Bauke, the GM with Urban Meyer. I assume that when they get on the elevator, they don't will talk. speak to at each other. At least a hello. At least... Yeah. At least for the first year. Right. Uh, in Washington, two guys who definitely will talk if they end up on the same elevator... Marty Herney and Ron Rivera reuniting now that Herney had been fired by the Panthers. The difference here, though, in Washington will be Rivera's in charge now. Right. That, that's been the most overlooked aspect of the Washington football team dynamic over the course of the last year with all the twists and turns and dysfunction, et cetera. Rivera's in charge. And I'd rather have Rivera in charge than Bruce Allen, frankly. Uh, and uh, Rivera's making good moves, and I think Marty Herney's going to make some good decisions, That's and right. that team is going to continue to get better and better. How they got to the playoffs. That's right. Uh, in in a year that it, that was as messed up as any team has been through, and I think that the future's bright for the Washington football team. Agreed. Stable human beings. That's the thing that I come back to with both of these guys. Ron Rivera, I mean, this is an organization that's, you know, just right on the outside of the dysfunction wheel from the Houston Texans and the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, Ron Rivera has calmed a lot of that down. And a guy like Marty Herney, again, been there for a long time, built a, a sustained winner there in Carolina where they were relevant for a lot of years. And I don't think the power structure matters. I think that's why it's going to work great together. They see the game the same way. And uh, yeah, I'm with you, Mike. They're, Washington seems like they're doing all the right things and headed down the right path. All right, I'm calling an audible, Pete. Sorry, I just texted everyone. Apparently, Philip Rivers is retiring. Oh. That word just coming out. Wow. Uh, Philip Rivers retires from the NFL after 17 seasons. It is official. The San Diego Union Tribune with that 
report slash announcements. So he's given his original hometown paper, at least NFL hometown paper, gave the exclusive to Kevin Acey, who covered that team, and a perfect lead. The time has come, dadgummit. That's oh, the that's not, not a quote from Rivers. That's the Kevin Acey line yep. to start it off. So, uh, hey, there's been talk that Fox wants him or some other network wants him. I think he should go straight into the broadcast booth. I think he will be awesome. I think he will be everything that we've expected that Peyton Manning would be. And uh, I can't wait to watch a game called by Phillip Rivers. I think that's inevitable. And I think maybe he's doing it now because someone is dangling that cash in front of him. And he's realizing, I can make this much to play football. I can make this much to talk about football. Yeah. I'm going to start talking about football instead. Uh, I, he, I, I, I agree. He's going to be great at that job if he does decide to do that. Sorry to see him go. I mean, not a Hall of Fame quarterback, but an NFL legend. Like, that, that's where I'll always put Phillip Rivers in. And toughness, you know, competitive, talking crap. I, I loved all those things about Phillip Rivers. I really do. And, you know, consecutive game starts. There's another guy like Brett Favre where, to me, his consecutive game start – uh, streak is more impressive because he played a, a pretty physical brand as far as I'm going to stand in the pocket. I don't give a damn if you're going to hit me. And he was still doing that even this year. But I think it was the right time. You know, I think another year, yeah, he might have been able to win some football games, but I think it would have been glaring that he was the weak spot on the football team next year. So good for him. Amazing career. Hope he kicks butt announcing football games. Fifth, and there's no guarantee he's going to do it because what he told Kevin Acey is he's doing it because he wants to coach high school football, St. Michael Catholic High School in Fairhope, Alabama. He took that job last year, effective whenever he retires. He said, what has helped me come to this decision is the growing desire to coach high school football. That's what I've always wanted to do. It's been growing. I can't wait. I can see wait. that. So, so. If a Fox, CBS, any other network out there, including the one we're on, if you're looking at Phillip Rivers, you you better understand that you're only getting him with uh, this caveat that he's coaching St. Michael High School you, yeah. in Fairhope, you Alabama. He has lots period. of Friday night football games, uh, that's for sure, because that's going to make life, life hard. But uh, if he's offered $18 million a year, he might be able to manipulate that schedule to where it is all Friday night schedules, uh, Friday night games. And one last thing, because we have to take a break, and we'll surely be talking plenty about Philip Rivers in the days to come. He specifically chose, apparently, January 20 to announce his retirement because he's a devout Catholic, and today is the St. Sebastian Feast Day, and St. Sebastian is often referred to as the patron saint of athletes. So um, good for Philip Rivers to go out on his terms. He could have made it one more year with the Colts or someone else. He's still got the skill set. He's walking away with gas in the tank, but he's got another tank full of gas that he wants to start burning up, and that is being a high school football coach, and kudos to him for making that decision. All right, we're going to take a break. When we return, where we would like to see Deshaun Watson go, not where he could go or might go, but where Chris and I want to see him go. We'll draft that next here on PFT Live. The Office, available exclusively on Peacock, all nine seasons, plus superfan episodes for every edition of season three. More superfan episodes coming in the future. Check it out if you have. If you've never seen it, if you've seen it 50 times like I have, check it out on Peacock. And by the way, I mentioned yesterday that for our friends in the UK and Ireland who watch us on Sky, I don't know how they can watch The Office streaming. It's on Sky's on-demand service, all nine seasons. Not the Superfan episodes, but they can see all nine seasons of the American version of The Office on the Sky on-demand service. And we're on the Sky on-demand service, too, apparently, Chris. Oh, that's good to know. Thank you. I'm glad. I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out at some point in my life. Yeah, well, you have to be in England to actually have the oh, Sky on-demand service. I won't figure service, it out so. anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> all right, let's figure out the destinations that we prefer for Deshaun Watson, where we would like to see him traded if it comes to that here's the trivia question that will determine the first pick christopher deshaun watson led the nfl in passing yards this season before that who was the last afc south quarterback to lead the nfl in passing yards hmm. wow okay um yep i'm just thinking here okay last i i, I mean my mind really wants to go to matt schaub is that your answer? That is. You know, you're, you're trying this on the – like, I'm thinking about Matt Schaub, and then you wait and listen for the horns. Uh, I'm too right? good. Um, yeah. but, you got it. Go um, ahead. You got the first pick. Um, historian. 
Okay. Historian, historian, yeah. historian. Well, let's see here. Okay. I want them to go to the San Francisco 49ers. That's what I'm rooting for. That's where I want to see it. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'd love to see that quarterback play with my buddy, Kyle Shanahan. I'd love to see him in that offense. I, you know, I think their team is phenomenal when healthy. I mean, we saw how competitive they were when they were the most banged up team in the history of the sport. Well, I, I, that, that's where I want to go. The San Francisco 49ers, who I think are in the Super Bowl window, I think more than anything, I'd love to see Deshaun Watson matched up with Shanahan in that offense. I think he would fit perfectly. I'm going to pick that number one. Hey, fine. If you're going to play that game, then I want him to go to the Vikings. And I want Kirk Cousins to go to the 49ers. And I want Jimmy Garoppolo to go to the Texans. I want okay. this three-team trade that we have begun to design. I want Rick Spielman to be watching the show today thinking, hey, those idiots, 99% of the time, are 1% onto something today. I'm going to start making some phone calls. So I've got... I've got Deshaun Watson coming to Minnesota, and it is a I love him not day. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Thank you. It is a love you not today, Kirk. Sorry. Deshaun's available. The hell with you. We don't need you anymore. Um, after that, I think my next one's going to have to be the New England Patriots. Yes, I'd love to see that combination. Bill Belichick, Deshaun Watson, his skill set. He's going to have knowledge of the offense already. That, to me, would be a huge factor there. Because that offense, we've talked about it a lot. It's very hard to understand. So they wouldn't have to start back at square one. You know, they could really start to go, wait, hey, look at all these things we got in this offense. You can do some of the Brady stuff we had. And then we could do some stuff that, you know, we never thought we could do with anybody. And now we got you and let's draw it up. Whoa, we never did that. I would love to see him go in New England and play with the Patriots. All right, my next choice is the place where we think he wants to go. But my caveat is if he goes to Miami – You've got to change the uniforms. I can't look at the current <laughs> uniforms anymore. I can't look at them. I love the old ones. And Brian Flores has said himself he'd like to put the, the, the team back in the old ones. It comes down to Stephen Ross and what he wants to do. And there's a certain amount of pride in the fact that these are the uniforms that we created. No, get rid of them. Put the old ones back on the players, and then I'm on board with Deshaun Watson on the Dolphins. I I, I like the unis. What don't you like about them? What's what? everything? Really? I just don't. I don't like that goofy little stylized dolphin. The old dolphin. That that's football. That's tradition. And there's no reason not to put. And the, and the way the the colors are, and the block numbers, and and the, the it's just it's a it's a great great look. And the gray face mask. I love everything about. The old uniforms, and uh, so if they go back to the old uniforms, Dolphins is my second pick. Okay, all right, that's only a, a uniform-related draft here. Um, uh, no, it's just it's a factor. I know, I hear it's you. It's a factor. I okay, I get you, I get you. Um, and after this, I don't know where I want to go here. There's some interesting ones. I, I mean, I think for pure theatrics and wanting to see it. I don't know if it's really a realistic team to think that it can totally happen, you know, with the Big Ben situation, but the Steelers, I think, are the next team where if you just ask me where I'd like to see him go or play, yeah, I'd love to see him in the in the, you know, black and yellow. I think he'd look cool in that uniform, to your point with the Dolphins. All right. And uh yeah, him, Mike Tomlin, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, some of the things they have there, AFC North. Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield and Joe Burrow. Holy cow, Batman. That would be unbelievable quarterbacks in one division. Uh, that would be my, my last pick, Mike. And I'm torn now between the Bears and the Browns because I'm fascinated by the possibility of Baker Mayfield playing for the Texans, Deshaun Watson playing for the Browns. I'll go with the Bears. The Bears haven't had a franchise quarterback since Sid Luckman. They thought they were going to get one in Jay Cutler. And yeah, he threw for a lot of yards. They didn't win many games. They gave up a lot to get Khalil Mack, and I don't know that they even would be interested in giving up the draft capital necessary to get Deshaun Watson. But uh, Matt Nagy, Deshaun Watson working together, I think that would be a great combination, and I think Watson could be what the Bears fans have been waiting for for decades at the quarterback position. Yeah, uh, they would. That, that city, they might have a Super Bowl party in the street if they got Deshaun Watson. They're starving for it. Uh, last, I go on, you know, the regional sports network there in Chicago and do some things every week. They've asked about Deshaun Watson the last two weeks. Do you think we could get him? Do you think that's possible? Do you think there's a, so they're, they're dying for a franchise superstar type quarterback. And, you know, as we talked about, there's a team that 
they're closer to the top and the bottom and got a lot of good pieces in, in place. And I think enough wide receivers and talent there that he would look at it and go, okay, I can make this work. We got some potential. All right, let's take a break. When we return, more on the quarterback who spent all of his career with the Chargers until this past season with the Colts. He's calling it quits. Phillip Rivers retires. We'll react more to that when we get to our continued Philip Rivers tells Kevin Acey of the San Diego Union-Tribune that he is retiring. Drafted fourth overall in 2004, played all of his career except one year with the Chargers, this year with the Colts, and now the Colts, Chris, have to find a new quarterback. And, you know, we've talked about Deshaun Watson. I still don't think the Texans are going to want to trade him to the Colts since they play them twice per year. But that, that Carson Wentz possibility is still lingering, although as time has gone by, it's become more and more clear that the power structure in Philly wants to try to rehabilitate Seems Carson way. Wentz from a football standpoint. So maybe they wouldn't want to trade him unless this is just an elaborate effort to drive up the trade value of Carson Wentz, which we can't we can't rule out at this point. Can't rule out, but I, all signs point towards they're trying to salvage the relationship and appeal to Carson Wentz, and they want to make that work. It just it feels that way. It certainly does. So. Uh, but, but the big thing is, you know, and you talked about it after their last game when they lost to Washington on Sunday night football, we, we don't know where Carson Wentz stands on this situation. And, and, you know, just from the outside looking in with Carson Wentz too, you know, to me, his issue with the Eagles and Philadelphia should be way bigger than just Doug Peterson. This is a really, to me, a whole city. Do you want to live here? These fans are breathing down your neck, but, uh, the Colts thing certainly makes sense if he does become available and a trade does happen. There's a fine line between outside the box and just kooky talk, but if I'm the Eagles and I'm looking for a coach, don't I call the Colts at some point and say, what would it take to get Frank Reich back? Yes. I mean, that 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 approach sure. rarely gets used. Sure. And the Colts may just hang up the phone. Well, I think laugh. Frank Reich would hang up the phone right now and just go, well, I'd rather have I'm, the but, team and figure out the quarterback right. instead of, yeah. like, I got the quarterback and I got to figure out the whole team. Maybe the Carson Wentz trade talk starts that way. We'd like to get Frank Reich. Well, we'd like to get Carson Wentz. But <laughs> right. I, I just feel like those two would work so well together if it could work out, but it probably won't. But uh, uh, we'll see what happens with, with the Colts. Uh, they, they can go in a lot of different directions. And, Chris, it's not like it used to be. There are veteran options available. It's not just they have to go to the draft to find their quarterback. Yeah, there are. There's going to be plenty of veteran options available. And, you know, from the way it stands right now, not that I you know dove into this yet, but it looks like five first-round quarterbacks will be on the market too. Kirk Cousins would be available. I would help broker that trade right now. It's a love him not day. He loves him not. Enjoy the day. See you. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.